Welcome, ladies, to the Real Estate Investor Show, providing inspiration, strategies, and insight to empower women investors to live balanced and financially free lives. Now, here are your co-hosts, Liz and Andressa. So in today's episode, ladies, we have Ruby Tinico. At the young age of 29, she has built a seven-figure flipping business. And she's got such an impressive story. I think you're gonna really enjoy today's episode. Kind of get insight into her thinking, her approach, and how she keeps things simple. And that has worked for her. Exactly. I was gonna say that you don't have to build this massive systems and processing place. She shared an insight of how she was able to create her own processing system with not a huge group of people, with not complicated softwares and still be able to have a balanced life according to her. Before we get into Ruby's story, let's hear a word from our sponsors. You're trying to close on your next rental, so why is your insurance company dragging its feet? With long lead times and never-ending paper forms, it's no wonder it takes forever to finally get a policy. Modern investors deserve better. They deserve Steadily.com. At Steadily.com, you'll get fast, affordable landlord insurance available online 24-7 in just a few clicks. You can even get next-day coverage, which takes just minutes, by the way, to obtain. And you can do it all from your phone. Steadily was founded by landlords who created insurance products tailored to the unique needs of this industry. It's their sole focus, and that's why landlords nationwide consistently rate them 4.8 out of 5 stars. So whether you've got a single family, short-term, or multifamily portfolio, Steadily.com can secure the best coverage at the best price to protect your properties. Discover how Steadily can save you both time and money on your rental property insurance. Visit Steadily.com for a commitment-free quote tailored to your needs today. The dream of owning a vacation home can be daunting. From finding the best guests, to the maintenance, to organizing the cleaners after every guest day. With Vacasa, they make that dream into a reality. As a full-service vacation home management company with vacation homes in key destinations across the U.S., they know a thing about how to make owning a vacation home easy and profitable. On top of proactive property maintenance visits by professional local teams, a hospitality-driven booking platform, and around-the-clock support, Vacasa earns homeowners an average of 20% more revenue from their vacation homes. Vacasa is always thinking of ways to simplify the vacation home owning experience by putting your home to work for you. If you're looking to make more from your vacation home, work with the reliable property manager, and finally have peace of mind, partner with Vacasa at vacasa.com slash biggerpockets. That's vacasa.com slash biggerpockets. Welcome back, ladies. This is Liz, and this is Andressa. Welcome back to the Real Estate Invest Her Show. Excited to have everyone back on our show as we near the fifth year of our show, right, Andressa? We have been... We've been on this journey a long time and we appreciate everyone, all the new listeners. We appreciate all the women and men who've been with us for many, many episodes. So we're excited to have Ruby on our show here today. Excited to jump into your story. And you know, thank you so much for, for being here. Thank you so much, Liz and Andressa. Thank you for having me. Can't wait to share with you guys my story and also um, give value to all the women that are investing in real estate. Awesome. Great stuff. So as you know, we like to get connected to all of you. Sure, sure. Something that's coming up, a quick tip, a quick lesson, and uh, you're with us on our own journey. So Andressa, what's happening? Well, you guys know, right? I was born in Brazil and I love soccer. Football, American football grew on me, right? So I can talk 
football. Really didn't know this about you. How how do I know this? It's just one plus one equals two. And Jessa likes strategies, right? That's all about strategies. Okay. So long story short, but I'm not going to be talking about strategies today. I will actually be talking about the marketing strategy because that was a freaking big, huge, humongous lesson. If you guys were watching Super Bowl last Sunday, that's that's exactly what happened during halftime. Rihanna, what the hell happened there? And I'm going to be very quick over here. Many people say, well... That's like a spotlight for, for artists. Everybody's the biggest siege. She wrapped everybody on her finger with a beautiful, amazing, smart, wise marketing strategy. And the halftime show was just only a little cherry on top. The marketing that this woman did prior, how she used all different channels influencers to promote her company what i saw on stage was not a singer was a woman a pregnant woman smart billionaire who really did not follow what everybody was expecting in terms of dancing all the way and like being like going to please entertain Right? A lot of people got disappointed with that. Well, honey, that that was not her purpose. And she did not have to follow what was expected before. She really owned who she was and why she was there. The reason why I'm sharing this with all of you, like honor her, hell yeah. But also for you, you don't have to do what the mask has done so far you don't have to say success quote-unquote success looks like having x y and z doors what success looks like to me how can come across a podcast very authentic independently what what people say or what they don't say that i should or should not comply right how are you showing up in your life, in the world, being who you are? And what we saw there, besides all the beautiful marketing strategies, was somebody that really owned it, who she is now in her life, unapologetic. And if you like it, great. If you don't, great. And it's fine. And we move along. So I want to all of you to look at what happened and say what can i take out of this what can i do it in my life in real estate to really live as my true self unapologetic that's all i have for today that's it just that's that simple message and then that is the work to do right andressa you think about what's that the masks that we all put yeah daily basis right yeah, my mom always says you can make that face, right? I was like, what face? You just if you eat something and you just make a face, or if you don't like somebody, your your face starts going to the side. It's like I don't even know I'm making this face. Yeah, but it's about being true to ourselves and and really being able to live life on your own terms. 
And that's a daily practice. Yeah. Daily. Moment to moment. So love it. Some needs to tone it down like me. I need to like tone it down my face and right. Others need to step it up. Step it up. So that's right? that'll battle that. Your personality usually is either gonna like just be mindful of the tone, like just mm-hmm. more you need to really speak your truth and you have you you need to be considerate. That's why so I adjusted and I make great hosts together and partners together, right? Um, it's good stuff, though. I love the message. And it's important not only that we do that, right? But it's so important that we teach our kids to do that. Yeah. You know, observe the masks and do the opposite. Don't just comply. So good stuff. Uh, Brody, uh, without further ado here, what lesson has taken you the longest to learn in your life? Oh, my goodness. What lesson? I think it's it's more about rather than talking it's like, listen, you know, to others, hear what others have to say, and being able to model, you know, what they're doing, what has worked for them. Like, there's people out there that already made a mistake, right? And so I think that's the biggest thing is I always want to do things my way. You know, I feel like, oh, I want to do it this way, or uh, I think this way will be better. But just having a moment of what others are doing, what's working for them, you know, they already went through this. It's going to take me time, energy, right, to reinvent the wheel. I think for me, it's one of the biggest lessons is being able to just stay quiet, listen to what others have to say. And being able to model that. And if that doesn't work, right? Or if it works, then make some changes after, you know? But just kind of like putting myself out there and letting it sit for a minute. I think that's, that's kind of like one of my biggest lessons so far. And, and this can be anywhere. I mean, my relationship with my husband, with my kids, right? with in real estate friends it can be everywhere and so i think for me it's i think it's one of the biggest lessons well ladies don't don't get me wrong right when she says stay quiet this lady over here strategically quiet but made big moves so don't don't think don't get her wrong <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you for <laughs> thank you for that, Andresa. Nice, strategically. So, so let's go back. To that you know, you 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 were an immigrant. You had your kid at nineteen, right? Your first, yes, my first baby at nineteen, right? And, and all of the, all of those pieces of your history, right? You can look at it from different angles. You can look at it as like, wow, this was all the challenges that I had to face compared to other people or that those were actually the few that got got me where where I am right now. So when you when you look back and you think about the times that you got started, what was your feel? What made you have the grit to overcome all the challenges and really start building your portfolio? Yeah, I think for me it was I will say my husband just watching him that he always have expect more than me. He knows that I'm I'm that I'm capable. 
And I didn't knew that until he actually, you know, told me like, hey, I know you're capable of doing things. I know you're, you can do any, anything is possible, right? And I think from, for me, by him believing in, in me and knowing that I could accomplish things, that was like, I took that for me. Like I grabbed that and I said, you know what? This person really believes in me. He thinks I can do great things, you know? So I'm not going to disappoint him and I'm going to make it happen, whatever it takes. And so that point, that was where my mentality changed. And that was five years ago when I was just sitting in a room full of real estate investors. They knew anything about real estate. I knew that I was just wanted to go into real estate because uh, something kept catch my attention. How can you flip houses with zero dollars? So I was like, this is it. I didn't have any money in my bank account. I mean, after this, but before this, I had $30,000 in my bank account. And I purchased this, you know, playground for $30,000 that night. And I didn't have the other $20,000, which total was $50,000. And my husband, that was a day that he told me, Ruby, I mean, if you're going to do it and if you're going to make it happen, then I support you. I'll be with you. And that was when I said, you know what? This guy really believes in me. You know, he really, be- I mean, if he, if we just put all of our savings, our $30,000, wrote a check. And I sold my car that day too, uh, the, the following day to make up the other $20,000. And if he really believes in me, I got to make it happen, you know? So I think that's the power of someone behind you, right? Someone in your atmosphere telling you like, hey, you can do it, you know? Like I really took it serious for me and myself and I, and, and I just, you know, uh, I think that was the, the biggest strong moment. Got it. I believe it's very beautiful, right? To have somebody next to you supporting you. My question to you is when you start believing in yourself, when mm-hmm. was that moment? Wow. And what was it I moment that you said that you could not disappoint yourself? Right, right. If I can, if I can think of that is when I was working a 24, uh, a, a nine to five job and um, being obviously, you know, pregnant at 19 years old, I uh, had my baby and I was going to work and I actually had a second shift too. So I was going to work at 6 a.m. I needed to drop my baby with my mom probably like an hour before uh, work and she was she used to leave an hour from me so imagine me waking up at 3 a.m with a newborn baby almost like you know three months baby for a whole you know for years right going to um her house dropping my baby going to work then doing second shift i think yeah at that moment there was a point where i knew that this is not supposed to be like this you know that I could change things that I could actually uh, do something that would change you know the way of how 
I was uh, spending my time, you know, not working on a nine to five. And uh, that was the, the moment where I truly, you know, with tears, now that I think about it, you know, I used to cry because I didn't like being away from my baby all day. In that moment, Ruby, you started to really see that, that gave you the fire, in a sense, and the belief, it, it, you know. Yeah, that really did. That day, actually, I, I, I opened up my first business, and that was remodeling. So that was when I was like, I got to do something else. So I'm going to do remodeling. And the reason why I choose that, because my dad was already a painter. So I told dad, you know what? You're not going to go work for anyone else. You're going to work for me now. We're going to make a team. And just like I'm saying it, I told it, I, I told him this. We print some cards, you know, like painting, pressure washing and all that kind of stuff, repairs. And we went and we started knocking doors, just like, you know, like we do it you now, right? In real estate, knocking doors, driving for dollars. So exactly, that's exactly what we did. We went to neighborhoods, we knocked doors and were giving bids. And that's how we started this, you know, remodeling business before I started real estate. So then you take this FESPO or you take this course, right? You put all your savings into this course, right? And... Tell us about your first flip. So you, clearly you had to do it without, I guess, any money. Did you have a partner? How did you financially do the first deal? How did you make that first deal happen after the this course that was uh, 50 Yeah. Cent? Well, the funny story was that, you know, you are bought into something, right? When you start something, there's like one thing that you're bought into. And for me, it was no money out of pocket. So... When I started, that was exactly what got into my mind was no money out of pocket. So how can I make this happen, right? So that's when I learned about private money lending, about hard money lending. And so when I did my first flip, one of the things that I did in the beginning, when I went to this event, I tried to connect with as many people as possible that were in my area. And I just shake hands, you know, how are you? Uh, what are you up to? What What is it that you want to do in real estate? Asking them kind of like strategic questions, right? So that way I know who is in my market and what are they doing? And so I noticed that some of them had the money, but didn't have that to do it. And some of them were ready to flip. They just needed deals. So you, you find, you know, different people, different investors, different uh, ways, right? And so what I did is I wrote, a, I put a spreadsheet together with their names. What are their needs, right? And what am I good at too? Because one of the things that, you know, that I have learned is what can I bring to the table? You know, like what is my value? And so what I did is, hey, I don't have a job right now. I, I don't have a savings account. I don't have anything. So I have to do whatever it takes. And it looks like these people, they all want is a deal, right? Bring a deal, bring an opportunity. I don't have money. So the deal is the only thing that I can bring to them. So what I did is I started to, um, I did door hangers. I did bandit signs. I think I spent $200 in bandit signs and another 
$100 on some uh, door hangers. So I went all other different neighborhoods and dropped them. And so I got my first deal was through a door hanger. And it was a landlord who was remodeling the property himself. Well, actually, he was getting started to remodel the, the property. So he called me and he said, hey, Ruby, I have this uh, house. You know, you left a door hanger. Is that perfect? I went to see the property. I analyzed it. And then I brought the deal to the people that had the book. So I reached out to them and I say, hey, you know, looking at this property and, um, you know, per conversation on this, you know, meetup, I wanted to just see if, 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 if this is something that you're interested in partnering up. So what I did is I started with a joint venturing with someone else and pretty much I did 50-50. So we did 50-50 on everything. I, I'm sorry, not, not on the test, not, not on the deal, but on the profits that so we did 50-50. So I offered her to bring just the funds for closing and to start the renovation. And I was going to take care of absolutely everything else. Vision, managing, you know, buying and selling process and all of that. And that's how I got my first deal. And I partnered up with someone else, got 50-50. And from there on, I learned, you know, the joint venture. Beautiful thing about joint venture with others and being able to just leverage other people's money. Fast forward, you have built a seven-figure uh, flipping business under the age 30. So that's very remarkable. For you, what are the pillars for you to be able to do that? What are what have you put in place in your business in order for you to scale to that level? Yeah, I think uh, for me has been three things. One is uh, systems, a team, and relationships. Yeah. And, you know, thinking back, it's it, it was a whole mess when I first started, right? Once you start putting, you know, systems in place, cleaning up, organizing, assigning roles, right? Not tasks to others, being able to delegate correctly in the business. And then money comes from relationships, right? So one of my roles in my business now, it's building relationships, you know, bringing capital being able to raise capital for our deals while my team, right, it's running the business, it's wet systems. And that's what we want, you know, with systems, we want the same result over and over again. With systems, basically, it allows us to do the same thing over and over again. And so our business model for our business is very, it's not complicated. We divide everything into lower end, medium end, high end houses. And, you know, we know which properties are for who with our crews as well on renovation. So I think that's the that's the three pillars that help us to scale that help so, me to scale. So let's let's break it down for, for the people that are listening to us that they are looking to build a solid foundation as well. When it comes down to systems, tell me your top three process that allows you to really build a team and and we're going to go to teams right but let's focus right now on, on the systems share a little bit more about what you have in place yeah so uh three things will be one is key performance indicators to make sure that we're tracking every single phase right of 
property. Number two is processes. So processes in place from start to finish. And we break those on three. So for example, number one, it will be the buying process. So our transaction coordinator has access to all the buying process. And then the renovation process is the second one. That's the process for uh, for project management. And then we have the third process is selling process. And so for those three tiers, we have processes, what's next? You know, what are they going to do after they're done one thing? And then from there, we also break it down into questions. What if this happened? What if this other thing happens, right? What if we can't close a property because of this? So then we start breaking it down so that our team understands and they know, right, exactly what they have to do after each step. Now, we make it this way just because we want to make sure that we assign, reassign this position to someone else. They're able to understand and they're able to sit on, you know, the other person's seat and being able to perform in the first week. And so um, that's processes. And then we have tools and resources. And then the tools and resources are going to be our deal analyzers, draw schedules, profit evaluators, repair calculators, like everything it's going to be um, separately where they know that, you know, they can, they have access to everything, right? So this allows me to step back and overhead, right? The business just overseeing everything from the key performance indicators uh, while they're using, you know, the processes and the resources. The dream of owning a vacation home can be daunting, from finding the best guests, to the maintenance, to organizing the cleaners after every guest stay. With Vacasa, they make that dream into a reality. As a full-service vacation home management company with vacation homes in key destinations across the U.S., they know a thing or two about how to make owning a vacation home easy and profitable. On top of proactive property maintenance visits by professional local teams, a hospitality-driven booking platform, and around-the-clock support, Vacasa earns homeowners an average of 20% more revenue from their vacation homes. Vacasa is always thinking of ways to simplify the vacation homeowning experience by putting your home to work for you. If you're looking to make more from your vacation home, work with a reliable property manager, and finally have peace of mind, partner with Vacasa at vacasa.com backslash biggerpockets. That's vacasa.com backslash biggerpockets. You've had a long day, and waiting for you at home is a frozen dinner. You deserve better. Thankfully, Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat, fresh, never-frozen, chef-crafted meals are here to help. Fuel your body with what it needs with over 35 delicious, dietitian-approved weekly options, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto Meals, all ready in just two minutes. They're restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. That's right. No prep, no dishes, no more messy meals. And we've done the math. Factors less expensive than takeout. Plus, every meal is dietitian-approved, nutritious, 
and delicious. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week and pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. With breakfast options like pancakes, midday snacks, smoothies, and more, you'll stay fit and full all day. I'm getting hungry just thinking about Factor. Head to factormeals.com slash investher50 and use code investor50 to get 50% off. That's code investher50 at factormeals.com slash investher50 to get 50% off. Always find what you love and love what you find at Total Wine & More. With so many great bottles to choose from at the lowest price, it's easy to find your favorite Cabernet, Chardonnay, or maybe you're more of a whiskey drinker. Well, one of their single barrel bourbons is sure to please. With a little help from one of their friendly guides, find the perfect bottle that's just right for you. Hosting friends or family and don't have time to shop in store? Well, that's no problem because Total Wine & More makes it easy to get everything you need for any occasion with curbside pickup and delivery. But you know what the best thing about shopping at Total Wine & More is? That every bottle comes with the confidence of knowing you just found something amazing. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, find what you love and love what you find only at Total Wine & More. Visit TotalWine.com to learn more. That's TotalWine.com. Curbside pickup and delivery available in most areas. Spirits not sold in Virginia and North Carolina. Drink responsibly. B21. So, you know, obviously, right, the life cycle of a property, right, is critical, right? Buying, renovation, and then selling the property. So did you use any sort of, like, tools in terms of, like, actual documenting the processes and making them kind of user-friendly for people to all follow? Like, what what did you actually do to, you know, really capture everything and then make sure everyone's singing the same sheet of music? Uh, because that's the biggest puzzle piece, right, in ensuring any process gets followed or gets updated. So do you use any sort of uh, particular, system, you know, app or uh, software to do that or Google Sheets? Yeah, that's, I mean- that's, a, that's a good question. And I actually, I mean, I tried different things like Monday.com, like, um, audio, right? Like other uh, systems. And, but I came to the conclusion where I want to have control of everything. For example, uh, for the KPI. So what I did is I, uh, right now we're using all Google Sheets, the custom Google Sheets, you know, um, made for our key performance indicators. And that's because we rather have I rather have someone who handles, you know, all of our KPIs and being able to make changes immediately if we need to, rather than like submitting a ticket, you know? So with other apps, basically you submit tickets, you know, they make the changes and all of that. So for me, it was easier to just go with Google Sheets and being able to do what other uh, apps are doing. I kind of like highlighted everything that I like from each app. And then I put it into our Google Sheets. And, uh, and then from there, we have, I have a, a project manager who handles like all of our KPIs in our Google Sheets. So we make changes as uh, we need to, and we don't have to, you know, submit tickets and all of that. So pretty much Google Sheets. Google Sheets is what we use and um, very detailed. That's one thing. In our KPIs, we have not only numbers, right, of the properties, but we have um, every detail from lending, from hard money, private money lending. We have um, everyone who's involved in each transaction. 
So any attorneys, agents, photographers, stagers, uh, we have timeline as well for renovation. So we break the stages for renovation. We have all of our expenses, our closing calls, you know, our monthly calls, uh, everything. So our KPIs are really detailed from A to Z and they go by stages. And so as we're moving with the property, our transaction coordinator, it's inputting all the information on stages. And then once it hits renovation, our transaction coordinator is done with the property, now goes to another KPI, which is the project manager KPI. And he's the one who keeps track of timeline, and that's the KPI itself. Timeline, renovation budget, and progress. And we're able to see, okay, this specific property, it's now on the other KPI, right? With project manager KPI, we're able to see timeline, the budget, and the progress. And so when the project manager is done, it goes back to our transaction coordinator KPI. So we break it down into KPIs list so that way we don't get, you know, confused on all the information in one. And, uh, and that makes it easier and simple uh, for, for everyone in the business. Yeah, I, I think the bottom line is that you, you create something that works for you, for your, your company, for the way that you're looking to to build. There's there's different ways to bake a cake. And I don't bake cakes. I just follow the instructions. So I have no clue how to bake a cake from scratch. But that being said, I, I'm curious about your teams. You mentioned the transactional uh, coordinator and then a project manager. Who else do you have on your team? So those are the only two roles that I have in my in my business, in the flipping business. We do have a project manager who is just like a VA and they handle all of our uh, spreadsheet to make sure that everything is running properly, to make sure if we need to make any changes to our spreadsheets, you know, they make immediate changes. And then we assign, like I, I will assign any other, you know, small tasks that are more overall than the flipping, but two. Just transaction coordinator and project manager, they're able to handle everything from A to C. And and for you, what is what is your role and how do you quote unquote balance growing a business and splitting between the business and the family time? I think now that the business it's more settled, you know, where I have everything in place, I'm able to actually pull my time back. So I'm able to, uh, right now I only spend, I mean, I only a few hours, you know, my personal time in, in the business. And so I'm able to do everything with my kids, like in the mornings, being able to take them to school, right? Being able to pack them lunch, uh, come back, do my, you know, check my KPIs, make sure everything is running okay in my business, make sure that everyone is where they have to be. And then on the other side, you know, I do have other side businesses as well um, related to real estate. But um, mainly the business, the flipping business, it only takes a few hours of my personal time. So, yeah. One thing we didn't cover, and I'm just curious because I didn't, I didn't hear you. So project manager and transactional, where's the deal flow coming? So who's managing that part? Like in other words, deals coming in, deals obviously being sold, but there's an ecosystem of it all. You know, you're only as good as your last deal that you have closed, right? So by who's kind of overseeing that? I didn't get that with the breakdown you shared. 
Yeah, yeah, no, good question. So who handles that is our transaction coordinator. And okay, our, so they're marketing, uh, they're marketing for new deals or finding new deals too. So yeah, so we actually we switch from doing marketing to doing just real estate agents. So um, we used to do every single type of marketing, cold calling, voice blast, text messages. You can call them all, right? And so uh, from there, I actually moved into a new model of just reaching out to real estate agents, uh, pre-qualifying them, make sure that they're the right fit for our business and that they're going to go and, and find deals for us. Um, and then after that, give them tools, give them systems so they can perform. And now what we do is we just sign basically offers. So we sign offers instead of going out there, looking at properties, putting offers ourselves. So our real estate agents cover everything until, you know, we, we basically review the property uh, by the information that they put into our system. And then we just sign offers. So our transaction coordinator, it's the one who handles that part. So, so I am a cl I'm clear on that. The, the realtors, they will bring off-market deals to you guys or will, those will be lists from the MLS? Yeah, so they will do uh, actually three ways. They will bring properties from the MLS, off-market, and also from wholesalers. So they will do the three of them. Mm -hmm. um, if they find a property from the MLS, you know, they will go, they will run the numbers, and this is for all of them, they will run the numbers, they will uh, with our profit evaluators that we have, they will run everything. And once they identify that it's a deal, they will send it to us and we'll review it. And if it's something that, yes, we're, we're good, then we just, you know, ask them, okay, send, send the offer over, we'll sign it and we'll go from there. So they do the same thing with off-market properties and then um, with wholesalers. So their role is to go and find us properties. And then from properties that are coming from the M MLS, obviously they're getting compensated by the seller, right? And so with all the properties they bring, we offer them the listing. So that's how, you know, they're they're able to get double commission from properties that are coming from the MLS. And then for properties that are coming from off market, we set up like a flat fee depending on the property that they bring us. And um, with wholesalers, uh, the same way is just, you know, giving them the listing. So now they have like enough motivation to be able to bring the deals so that they can get the listing as well. Unless it's something that's off market, then we compensate them differently. Yeah, because I guess that was a question, especially coming off of our market, right? The, the market that we've been in, um, you know, they have to plug into your system, right? And it's, you know, could arguably be more work, quote unquote, for them. So that so the so the question would be, how did you enroll these agents and what's you know, what's in it for them? Um, you know, ultimately, because I think that's you know, I think we all want agents like that, what you're describing. Uh and I'd say I don't think they're all created equal. So, you know, have you done anything differently in in, in building those relationships or because, you know, they're they're motivated by commission. They're motivated by money too, not just the relationship. So just curious about that. Yeah. So um, first of all, we want to make sure that we qualify them, right? Because not every agent will be 
someone who's going to be a good fit for your business and will go and actually do the work, right? So what we do is we start by a pre-qualification process, get to know the agent a little bit more, how many transactions have they made, how motivated they are to, you know, increase their transactions uh, this year, are they full-time, are they part-time? And so what I have found out is that agents that are, you know, newer, maybe one, two years, you know, uh, in experience, they're more motivated to actually do more transactions by helping us, right, bring properties off market, going through, you know, MLS and also wholesalers. So we do a pre-qualification to see, you know, if this person will work or not, right? So, for example, we find a real estate agent that maybe has, you know, 10 years of experience. They're already working with other investors. You know, they, they may not have the time for us. So what we do is we kind of like bet them that way. And then after that, we have like a very serious conversation with them because I think is putting yourself out there to them so that they know, you know, who we are, what we do and how we can help them and how we can make money together. And so... Our conversation, you know, with them, it's actually pretty simple. Like, hey, you know, this is what we're looking for. This is how many properties we want to buy this year. And so uh, we're looking for, you know, rock stars like yourself, you know, people that are hungry, people that wants to, uh, you know, double their transactions this year. So what we have to offer you is uh, the listing side, right? Not only that you're getting the commission when we purchase the property, but also the listing side. On top of that, any properties that you bring off market, we're going to compensate you for that as well. So, you know, even if we have to do the same commission as if it was through the MLS, we'll compensate you for that, you know, but we're also promising you the listing side. And any other properties from wholesalers, you know, if you, uh, you're gonna spend time looking at the properties, analyzing them, making sure that they're a deal. And the reason why we do this is because we don't wanna waste your time. So you as a real estate agent, we know your time is valuable. And that's why we want to share the systems that we have with you so that you can identify if you have a deal or not and not waste time, energy, walking the property, running the repairs without even knowing if it's going to work or not. So we're able to do that by this tool that we have. So that's when we kind of like, you know, give them the tools, give them the systems. And uh, once we're identified, you know, that they can do it, and once they're up and running, you know, that's where the beauty comes because they're able to see how easy it is to work with us versus someone who doesn't have experience, right? Don't understand or they don't know what they want, what they're looking for. Yeah. And so by providing systems, they're able to do that too. Yeah, makes sense. And they're probably able to then use that in a lot of ways with the other clients they're working with, right? Which is helpful. Yeah, no, a lot of good tips there, uh, Ruby. Where uh, can the ladies listening learn more about you and follow you along your journey? Yeah, absolutely. So I am on Facebook or Instagram, the real Ruby Tinoco, Ruby with I. So yeah, you can find me there. Just follow up and you'll see what's what's going on with me and on Instagram. <laughs> awesome. All this information you guys can find on our show notes. Now we're going to transition to our fabulous three questions. The first one, Ruby East, what's the most transformational book you ever read? I think it's uh, The Who, Not How, uh, because like I was saying in the beginning, it's, you know, it's all about just sometimes we want to do it all, right? But we can't. There's people that are already doing it, you know, people that can handle that part. So 
I think that's that's the one. Second question is, what's the most powerful routine that you do to create a financially free and balanced life, whatever balance means to you? A lot of people call it different, but I will call it like a prayer in the morning. Um, just, you know, talking to myself, talking to God, who I am, what I want to accomplish. I can't remember what's the, the name for that, but and that will be it. <laughs> Last question, which woman, famous or not, has inspired you the most? Oh my gosh, that's a really good one. Because all everyone that I can think of, they're singers. <laughs> but I would say, uh, I would say probably J Lo. Yeah, just just because you know she's up in there all the time with energy, and I think the energy is important. Great, Ruby. Thank you so much for being on our show. Appreciate your time so much. Thank you, Liz. Thank you, Andresa. Thank you thank for having me. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to receive updates on our next interviews, go to our website, therealestateinvestor.com. There, you can subscribe to our show, become part of our investor community, and get updates on upcoming episodes. If you like our show, please share it with other women who would benefit. And don't forget to leave us a rating on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it. And as always, we encourage you to take one action as a result of today's show and put it into motion so you can live both a financially free and balanced life. Thanks for spending time with us. Ciao.